She's at the back. Hey, that's cap. She's about to run you dry. Hey, that's cap. She's about to fly away. Hey, that's cap. You ain't gonna see her again. Ooh, that's cap. She's gonna take your money. Let's go. Put your money. You ain't gonna find her. That's enough. That's enough. I did my part. (laughs) Oh man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That shit was fire. <laughs> ah, yeah, our intro just get better. That she was fire, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what it is. Po- po. Welcome back to Rants and Pecans. Why does it sound like you said, ladies and gentlemen, and not man? Ladies and gentlemen. Why? Why you gotta be so specific? And we just like you know jump and just are move you, on. Are you welcoming one person? A, a, Listen, a miracle. Come my on. people. Thank you for joining us uh, today. That's better. You know, I'm not going to do the usual and ask what episode uh, we're on today because, you know, I've lost count. (laughs) (laughs) But as usual, today, we got a guest with us. Mm -hmm. You heard me. We got a guest. Soon to be member. (laughs) (laughs) Look this crook. But you know what? Our guest is very eager to talk, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. You're gonna let us know your name, or you wanna let the people know your name? Because we don't Ladies really care about your name. <clears throat> My name is Abdul. Alhaji Abdul. Alhaji Abdul. <laughs> I hail from the country of uh, uh, Wakanda. Hey, Wakanda forever. If you need to get me to your right for like uh, five dollars, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> come my way. He he brought us uh what we call it Vibrania. 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 He's got Vibrania upon the ancestors. Yeah, that's what we are talking about. Bro, the language. Yo, but let's talk, let's talk about that. Though. The accent, Actually, bro. Let's talk about that. That is not an actual African accent. The accent it was is, never. It's, yeah, cause it it's like a mixture. There's a show I saw, I think on Twitter a few few a uh, week ago. It was Oluj- Oh my fucking god. RCMP keeps disturbing us. They fuck the RCMP. We know that man. somebody's in dangerous in the city. So it's all right. Work. Just for context, we were recording it during the time when the RCMP is blowing up our fucking phones. Yeah. Um, they said they're in Silk, man. My aunt lives over there. I'm a little worried. No, nah, they said they said, she said they said in Lake Circuit and Winnipeg, so it can be interlake or whatever. Yeah, the person could be anywhere right now. It could be like solid Brian Laundry case. It could be right downstairs. We, we're okay, man. Sound dangerous. That's what they said. My door's locked. Anyone knocks? Alright, so let's back to that because. I watched a I was watching a show from the seventies of this is an actor, most people actually know if you're Nigerian, you know him. His name is Olu Jacobs, and he was in a British like TV sitcom in the seventies, and he came in there and he was speaking in the same accent that if you watch if you ever watching Black Panther, that's the same accent that he had. Oh. I was like, so this thing is not, it's not even about 
than South African because Ulu Jacobs is a Yoruba man. Like he's yes. he knows how to speak like an African. He's an African man. He hasn't maybe lived in maybe the UK or US for 10, 20 years and the accents has eluded him yeah. and he's just basically speaking out of tune. He knows how to speak like an African. So why the fuck does he have that? Um, hello, this is a... No, that's, that's Yoruba. Bro, that's an African that's accent. An African You're accent. actually getting it kind of right. I don't, I, yeah. don't, I don't know how to make that accent because it feels so fake to me. It's Listen. so... And Olu Jacobs has acted in a lot of Nigerian movies. I've I've watched a lot of his movies while I, grew, while I was growing up. He was always one of those chiefs or kings that was always ruling the city and always like either died or or did some shitty thing. He was like either it was either either evil or or he was killing someone. It's one of those two. Like or he was a king of some sort. And yeah, like that that accent to me kind of ruined Black Panther. What do you guys think? Because like for me, yeah, yeah. Like, let, let, let me give my thought. <laughs> I just keeping my thoughts, bro. You finished. You I didn't finish. You, did you not ask us? No, no. What I do said, we "What think? do you think?" Yeah, I'm about but, to tell you what I think. But I didn't say, "Tell me what you think." Yet, there's a difference. I, when I say, "What do you think?" Me start thinking about it. But let me keep. I already talking. got my answer. Now yeah, but but, but I wasn't done talking though. What you, what you gotta say? I've forgotten. Okay, then stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like this, yo. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. Bitch. Damn, what was I gonna say to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already know what I was gonna say. Settle, come down, settle come this down. with rock paper scissors. Yeah, we 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 got it. So regarding the what I think about the accent, um, when it comes to you know American people trying to even Will Smith when he did the con- concussion, yeah, yeah, those those stuff were cringe. But all I gotta say is I come from like Central Africa. You know, if you get from country where they normally mainly speak English, you can clearly tell the differences when it comes to accents. Mm. For, for my country, I speak French, right? So when we come for us speaking English, I think it varies from individual to individual. It's more so how they actually pronounce words. Because we speak French, a lot of um, the R's that we have in French may, you know, influence the way we pronounce the word in English. But I think it, it varies. So it's kind of very hard to judge the, the accents, especially for my country. For me, if I listen to somebody like our parents, Bro, I listen to my dad speak English, my mom speak English. I can hear the accents, but it's not exactly the same. So well, for me, I feel like it's how they they think we should sound. You guys, you get, you guys get what I'm I saying. Get you. It's I get how you. they think. Creativity. It's how they feel like we should sound. Because most of the movies that we see this shitty accents in, the movies usually like either directed by black people, by sorry, by white people, or they're directed by black people for white people to watch. Oh, I, oh, that's oh. actually that makes sense. Yeah, that's like if if it was if it's an African person actually giving freedom to direct the movie and they don't really want to, they don't really want to care because person, this movie was acted as uh, he what's it called? It's on a Banky W got married to a day so uh, uh, the wedding planner or something yeah, like that. The wedding party. Yeah, yeah the, wedding the wedding party. Wedding. Yeah, you guys remember that? The accents didn't sound like shit, but it was not really a Nigerian movie. Yeah, was it? They like, still cater to stereotypes that everybody knows about but, Africa. Yes, yes, but. But you can you can clearly hear like Osofia was Osofia would not go in there and be acting and be speaking my people. Yeah, because that that is exactly why he was brought in, not to cover up or change his accent. Because you know he coming into the show, he knows for sure, or the movie, whatever. He knows for sure that that is how he's going to sound. Mm. He's not going to change. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's how they feel like we should sound. It's how they, it's, you know, how we we feel like Texans sound. You know, we feel like they sound like Howdy and all that, all that shit. Like, right? 
we feel like they sound like that and so that's how they sound so if i was going to direct a movie or if i was going to want to listen to a movie if they didn't sound like that i would feel like that's not a texas movie so actually right? so everybody has their own bias towards uh, access yeah to exactly that's what i'm so saying we're just african so, attacking other people tend to have african accent exactly yes oh. yes so we don't we don't appreciate it because we know how it should sound oh, yeah. but to them they they hear it and they say it just sounds the same yeah it doesn't sound fucking the you same, know so sometimes i and when I was younger, I used to do that a lot more. And my brother would be like, oh, that's racist and shit like that. Because do, like, what, do what? Because I would, I would hear like, I would hear Japanese. I would hear Japanese people speak. And I would hear like, I'd hear Korean speak. And I was younger, but I, and I would be like, oh yeah, that sounds the same. But now I listen to, now I watched movies and dramas. I really understand like the differences. I'm like, oh yeah, that is not the same thing. That's not the same thing. But when I was younger, I'm like, oh, they all sound the same. They're all Asia. Guys, I know they're going to cancel me. I know they're going to. I know they're going to cancel me. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me. Forgive me for my past. Yeah, All right. Me, let me say something about that. I'm gonna cap. I like animes. I like watching animes. Have you ever listened to a Japanese like you know the Japanese anime and that Chinese anime? Oh, it's so different. Yeah, it sounds so, so different, so bro. One, I'm is, so, I'm one so, is just better than the other. I'm so used to listening to like a Jap- Japanese. Yes, one was built anime like my ears is used up, for it yeah. so i try to listen to a chinese one it was very hard to go through it because even though i don't understand japanese it's like i'm used to the way the words are set so yeah what do you think about it abdul i know you like animes no for me i would mostly say uh like recently i was watching this uh chinese anime right it wasn't too bad but which one it's called scissor seven Oh, I saw that one on Netflix. Yeah, it's I, you should actually try it, but it's it's not bad. But the only Chinese anime I've I've ever been able to really watch was uh, King's Avatar. King's Avatar. Oh, mm. oh, wait, wait, no, that's a no, that's a Korean. No, it's not. Korean? No, it's not. It's oh, I don't really know much about that, but I've seen it. I've seen it. Seen it's it, right? it's about the video game. Yeah, the video game like, game. Something yeah. like that. I don't really know much about it. Mm. But for like the Japanese one, I mostly just stick to that. Even when I was young. And then you watch something like, let's say, The Forbidden Kingdom. That's Chinese-based. Mm-hmm. For movies, you can basically understand those ones. But then you try... Have you ever tried watching like a Japanese movie? Not anime, though. Uh, yeah, when I was younger, there was... Remember, I don't know if Jumong was actually Japanese. Jumong is... Jumong was Japanese, right? Jumong is, Jumong is yeah. Korean. Oh, was it? Is it actually? It's Korean. I thought it was Chinese. <laughs> Hell if I know. I thought Jumong was Chinese, but I was, was seven Korean. or eight when I watched it. We used to watch it with CDs and like those big DVD shit. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Good old days. Yeah, no, no, my uncle, my uncle, like, he would my go you. out every day, like, he would get the season once. After we finish it, like, every night, mm. put on gem. Mm. <laughs> at night you know, we watch, we watch so that good. thing look I, I just stay in one spot I just watch it because if I make any sudden move and everything you I'm go gonna to bed. get my house work hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I just stay there I, when he's like in a good mood and everything I start talking to him about it mm. but if he's in a bad mood talk to him about it. yeah go to bed go, go go yeah when we were younger that was something that used to happen we used to feel like doing things that we were supposed to do were privileged like yeah, being awake so like being awake and watching a movie, like it could be 10 p.m., but just your parents don't want you there because they don't want to be disturbed, or your aunt or uncle or like someone that was older, right? They yeah, used to yeah. feel like they had autonomy and control over every single thing, yeah. and you were you were walking on eggshells and you're walking on yeah. on borrowed you grace. Know, remember how you were like? Remember when you were seven mm. and you talked like so high of 15 year olds? Mm. Now when you came 15. Like no, and you're like, damn, there's still fucking kids. Right? Really, really ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> really. Because yeah, if, if we go back to secondary school, right, we were like 10, 11, 12, right, and the seniors were 16, 15 year olds. Mm. 
when I went when I was 15, 16, I was a child. And we used to respect them. We we to, and those guys did they feel like gods. Yeah, they feel, and they carried themselves like gods. Oh feel, my god. They, mm. if there's they, one thing they could do very well, it was carry themselves like they were more than what they were supposed to be. They may not know much about books, but presence wise. <laughs> I mean, most of them. I mean, most of them. Most of them suffer to get there. So you can, you won't know the ones that repeated because once you come to the school, the first week yeah. they was still oh, that's in your repeated class. Yeah. Why you still supposed to graduate with your dad's set? <laughs> so, so you know where it's coming from. You know his history. You know his history. I, I know. I, you know you're going to still pass him and catch up to oh, him one day. Oh, I that. I know he has like inept pain inside him. Yes. We know he's holding up to a lot of pain. That's which true. means that you don't, you don't want to cross him. Yes. So that people that will kill you. Yes. Uh, that people that carry, carry, they carry, uh, I guess I, I guess I'll call it jealousy because I can't remember the right English word for it right now. Even though I speak English. Uh, well, you call it like, you know, the jealousy of not being able to be where their pairs are. Plus, you know, all the suffering they suffered to get to where they are right now. So if they're in GS3, you know, the suffering from GS1 and GS2 to get to GS3. And then, then GS3. And yeah. then now their friends are in SS1 and SS2 and they're still in GS3. So now they're like, one, first of all, they almost like own the place. You know, they've been there longer than anyone has. No one should be in a grade for more than one year. So yeah. ideally now they own the grade. Yeah, and know? the worst thing is like, I've seen those seniors in SS3 where they were very wicked and then they repeat class. They'll repeat it. They'll come back next year. Yes. <laughs> many of them ch- change school. Many of them end up changing school. SS3s, yeah, usually. Many of them end up changing school because they cannot deal with the fact the that shame. going back to, of going back and especially the people they beat so like there's people shame of becoming have you had, of becoming friends with you you in boarding school right mm, I, how long did you stay in boarding school I would say about like a year a year yeah just did you see year. like did your school have but it wasn't that? like hardcore like okay I'm just talking about experience did you see I have like a you have, have a story on it you know being like the last SS, SS3s and SS2s who fight for ownership of the school like after, cause well it, it's not I won't exactly say boarding school but I went to an all boys school. Oh, oh, that's not safe, brother. That, that's not so safe. So that was even tough. Like uh, uh, we had an all girls school, all boys school. So I was in the all boys school. I went to every all- day. Will you, will you normally be in all girls school? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, bro. If I disguise myself, no, no worries. Hey, 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 time out, time That's not safe. I'm doing. <laughs> hey, just to get some, you get me. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. Do, that's. <laughs> you see, I've had a question. I gotta bring it up, man. You, 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 you see, I, I forgot about it, but you brought it up, man. Oh, I just gotta ask, man, because you know, word on the street is you got yourself a girl, and your boys out here, we don't know nothing about it. So, <clears throat> yeah, you're on the spot right now. You, Don't you, lie. You brought it up. Say mm. the truth. Where did you sneak into? <laughs> <laughs> who did you sneak into? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even done. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Today, me and Miracle's teamwork is great, but we focus, focus is on you, my brother. Just for your information, guys, these are the spawns of Satan right here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's not true, guys. Come on our podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um. Seriously, well, who's the person? All I'm gonna say is, I plead the fifth. Hey, bro, no, no, this is not a cut off law. Yeah, yeah. He has pled the fifth. We have to go. We have, we to, have to respect on. it. We have to move on to respect the next it. message. We'll come back to it though. One day we'll catch. One you. day. No, you won't catch me. She will out you though. Probably, probably in two years. Yeah, you hey. might, you might have caught me, but now two years. Bro, we might, two, we two might years, have two years, two years before, two years be, like the two years before. Oh, two the years ago. Think you're that two years ago. Okay, yeah. The oh. fact that you think you're that secretive, eh? Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. People has, talk. 
Exactly. Let me tell. Let me tell a little secret, man. It's girls not just, talk. Not just, not just people. And Things the, talk. And the, the world. Walls, girls love walls talking, speak, bro. And the world have ears, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got ears. The world speak. Your phone speaks. Your, <laughs> your phone speaks. <laughs> Yo, I, What's the password again? Let me know. <laughs> oh my god, that nigga speaks. <laughs> he speaks. Oh, that's she right. speaks or he speaks. Yeah. Anyhow, you want to put it. Your, your, speak. par- your apartment speaks too. They speak. Them speak. <laughs> the bed speaks too. Exactly. I got yeah, my eyes I on know. you. Don't worry. The bed is speaking very well. The bed creaks. The bed creaks. It's like that's the real creaking sound. Yo, listen, man. Listen, I got. We we here. We got here. Quick story. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Um, I used to live. Uh, you know what Dakota is? Just like yeah. across from Dakota, like those houses. You know how like they're stuck together. Mm-hmm. He's gonna I get was. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was ten years old. That's when I came. I was still new in Canada, bro. Like my neighbors, man. These people they used to clap. Clapped every night, bro. You can hear the bat. I got yeah. so tired of so that. So, if you guys don't understand what clapping is, clapping is no way good in African church. And you go, yeah, what? Hey. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, what yeah. they're doing, they what used, they're doing in churches, it's called that's what they call clapping. <clears throat> gotta yeah, keep but, it PG, man. But they used, they used to clap, bro, every night, man. Like, it got to a point where I used, you know, me, I, I don't want to, I don't like being that person to interrupt your thing. So, finish your thing. I put my headphones on and you know, move on. But after a few weeks, I was like, nah, this is very disrespectful. They clearly know I can hear them. So I started banging on the wall. And then they were start laughing. Wait for five se- five minutes. And then get back at it. They'll go for hours doing that back and forth. And I'm banging on the wall. And I, you know, the next day when I'll see that guy, I just look at him. I'm like, the stamina, bro. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Exactly. How, how many meters that? more fitness that, than that, me. That, that guy can come run for a cross-country team. <laughs> Five hours, bro. Listen, I was so, I was so, I was so fresh off the board, man. When I see this guy, I'm like, man, I just want to throw a rock at you, bro. <laughs> but my dad warned me. He was like, yo, don't, don't be fighting people, don't be hitting people. You know, just keep your hands to yourself to uh, protect yourself, cause my history wasn't good back home, man. Pissed me off with throwing hands. That, that's how I used to resolve my my problem. You throw hands, you get beat. <laughs> my dad, my dad knew what's up, so he was like, "Yo, here in Canada, you don't do that. Cause you do that, nine one one." But did they look it? They look like people that smash every night, bro. Listen, me clap. Oh, oh God! This uh, guy was a player. I ain't gonna lie, man. I had oh, respect for him, oh, but was, I was so was pissed off. He was, he, it, it he was, was no a one person in his house, and his mom was living there too. Bro. Ah, oh, nah, those are those who have degree. That's not a player. That's the one we did. He has I a had, degree, bro. I was looking at him. I'm like. My respect for you. He he got himself a nice car like a few months after, and he he doubled his like his, his girls. I was like, hey, hey. I was you know I was pissed off because I I couldn't sleep because of that shit. But at the back of my mind, I was clapping my I was clapping for him. I was like, mm. I don't think one of those two was the first sentences, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No, I was I was generally like, bro, I'm trying to sleep, but my respect. Do your thing. Do your thing, but. My in my in my head, I, I wanted to get revenge eventually, but you know how African parents are. La vie continue. But anyways, man. What? La, la vie continue. Life goes on. Oh, oh la vie shit! Oh, oh, okay, shit! So I was gonna say what I thought. For, was, okay, for I this, thought you were um, a French miracle. What is this? Bro, I fixed I fixed my Amazon, bro. I told you, right? Hey, it's back to English. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, I googled good, good it. Thing, good thing. Good thing. Good <laughs> thing. I couldn't figure out iTunes bestest phone on my phone, and then yeah. click the same shit. Miracle, let's behave. Best not to beat us. Okay. Just going to break. We're going to break.
<laughs> We're back. <laughs> Why you always gotta be like this? We're back, Miracle. Let me be, bro. Let oh, me, go on, go on. You know sorry, what I'm saying? Sorry. I'm coming with like nice energy. All right. And you just wanna argue with me? Okay, sorry. I apologize. Damn, your best man. What's on your mind today? Okay, so today is October the twentieth, twenty twenty-one. It also happens to be the same day as October twenty twenty. October 20th, 2020 was the day of the Lucky Massacre. Anybody who's Nigerian or followed the ancestors protest in October of 2020 remember that this tumultuous day last year. It was it was a it was a really sad day for me because I remember that day I, I just came back from school. I felt like really, really helpless. Because like, I knew everything that was going on. I was just seeing it on my phone, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I was just like, what can I do? I I remember my mom telling me that you can't do anything, and that was the worst thing I could I could ever feel was helpless, knowing full well that because I've been following it like the months before, from the first day of October third when the man was shot in Ohili Delta State, which actually sparked the protest, sparked the NSAS, the hashtag NSAS at first in, on the third of October in twenty twenty. To I followed it every single day from the third to the twentieth, seventeen days, and I followed everything, and just that day. The growth of the protest, the growth of people that were coming out in Portacot, in Lagos, in Delta State, in, in Aba, in, in, even in Kano, in Kaduna, all those places and all those all those things was like, even in Toronto. And I forgot about people in Toronto, in UK, in London, all those places. I, it made me feel like, okay, I could have a say and have a stake in Nigeria's, the next Nigerian political culture or whatever it was, whatever I felt like. I just felt hope for my friends in Nigeria. I just felt, that's how I felt. It was more like hopeful when staying here in Canada. It felt more like hopeful for them. But now, that day was just dawned on me because of how much of a brutal... We might, we might live in a democracy, air quotes, but we do actually do live, as a Nigerian, do live under a planned, a planned dictatorship. So that's something that actually like really, really hurt me that day because I just felt like there's nothing. Basically watching on live, um, shout out to DJ Switch, just watched watch on DJ Switch Live and just watching the sounds of bullets, how gory it is to see the dead bodies, to see all those things and still and still say that I'm Nigerian. And that was one thing I heard because right now, I might be Nigerian myself, still a Nigerian, still hold a citizenship. I mean, I got to travel though. <laughs> but um, it's, for me, it feels like I can't, I just can't really consider I, I couldn't really consider myself that fully an engineer that day because a country wouldn't hurt these people like that except they don't give a fuck and which is what it is like they don't give a fuck and which is basically the plight of the youths that we have in today i think uh, i guess it's about 51 people that died that night and it wasn't it wasn't a, a sight to see for anyone who saw it and i'm hope i'm not bringing back bad memories for you but it's just my recollection it's just something that's still in my mind because it was just a year ago and I remember myself feeling helpless and tears rolling down my eyes because I cried because I'd, I had enough, I had nowhere to move to because you're just like, I wish I could be there. In a way, I'm glad I'm not there, which is a privileged statement to make. I'm glad I'm not. But then, I'm just happy for the people who stood, the people who survived. And I'm still sad for the families who had to go through that, go through that shit of of their own kids being killed by the country 
that they grew up in. Like it's not people were always killed for lesser reasons, but this is this is something that me growing up in Nigeria, I love Nigeria hands down. I mean, I'll still say I love Nigeria, but still, do I love Nigeria? To die for Nigeria, even if Nigeria is the person killing me, it makes no sense to me. Like to say, yes, um, most people want to die for their country, but it makes no sense when you want to die for your country. But it's that same country that's killing you. So let's pass it on. I was gonna say something too. Um, let me just settle down. Well, uh, you know, my own issue with that when I heard it um, a year ago, you know, we commemorate a year, uh, a year since the ntars movement started i guess officially you know when it became on twitter and when it became trending you know it's always rough whenever you see african countries trending on twitter if they are among the top five trending on twitter it's usually for someone is dead or some very high politician is marrying his sixth wife something like that you know it's almost never for something great it's it's tough you know Nigeria, we think of Nigeria, we think of giants of Africa. And that was something I said in that first or second episode. I'm like, what are we giants of? You know, I'm privileged to sit down here on a mic thousands of miles away, many hours away by flight or by land or by sea or however you try to get here. And so they can't kill me. You know, they can't come after me. But my family is back home there. I've got, I've got cousins that I chat with every once in a while. One of my uncles could have easily been there because I lived in Lagos. Now, that happened in a place called Lekki in Lagos. Now, that part of Lagos is just a place that I happened to not live in that time. I remember times when my mom used to work around there, times she drove past there and stuff like that. You know, you wonder why at a toll gate, people who are just peacefully protesting, you know, lose their lives. People who are peacefully protesting get killed and it's it was messy it was messy it was not a, it was not a good it was not a good sight because they knew it was gonna happen you know right because a lot of after that people were speaking about it how you know it was getting late and then they just started spraying we think of uh soldiers and you know we think they're there to defend us right we think the soldiers are there to defend our countries against foreign countries first of all Man should not be trying to kill man, but that's a side of the issue. That's a side of the issue. When the soldiers and the people who are the military trained people to to protect on the outside are the ones that turn around and face internal internally and start to kill their own people, who are neither holding a gun, who are neither armed, who are neither trying to be. They're not trying to dethrone the government. These people are not trying to ask for a change of the government that was already shitty in the first place. They were just asking for the ending of a, of a squad that they call SARS. And now SARS stands for um, the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. So these are the people that are supposed to stop criminals. But these people were not doing their jobs. So the kind of people that were taking bribes and so the kind of people that were, you know, they were, they were being unlawful because they had the power of the law. And so when people stand up and say that, hey, these people that are supposed to withhold, are supposed to uphold the law are going against it because they have the power. People like the governor in charge of that. Or be the, was it the governor in charge? Was the governor, right? It, it was just... It doesn't he was matter. someone that had power because he had yeah. to call, he called them to come yeah. there. And 
and he told them to just turn up, kill the lights and spray. That was basically what the order was. And apparently it took it took the standing of some other high standing army officer to actually stop them from killing other people. Like there were people who were there, brothers were there, one of the guys there. He quite literally was talking to his brother ten minutes ago. At this point, they weren't even they weren't they weren't standing anymore. They weren't yelling anymore. It was because it, it was becoming night. It was becoming late. So they were just sitting down around that area. They were just sitting down together in the night sky. And that day it was red. That night, sorry, it was red. You know, it was a cry that was heard around the world. And it was, you know, one of those things where the whole world gets to stand behind you for that two days, for that one day. The whole world gets to try to, they want to be empathetic and they want to feel your pain for that day, you know, for that week. SARS did not end. It got, it got rebranded. They, 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 they moved them into the army, promoted them and brought them back to deal havoc. Because apart from that time, after the after the Delta, the one the, the one on, on November third and the Lake in Lagos, there were other states where it continued. There was one in I can't remember one of the Igbo states that a man literally got killed on the street, like head cut off, left out there on the street. People could walk by and see a dead body. Like imagine kids that are born in this time. Imagine a five year old walking by and he sees a dead body on the street and he thinks that's normal, because that's the country we live in. Because in the 21st century, we're even more primitive than the time when we had technology. Because in the time when we say we have democracy, we're, we're even having less freedoms than when we are being ruled by autocratic rule. You know, we look at countries that were ruled by, you know, like maybe say communist or uh, countries that were ruled by, uh, um, you know, where autocratic or autocracy, sorry, and uh, they were ruled by military laws. Even Nigeria was like that in the past, you know, before it's, before we got our so-called independence. But since we got our so-called independence, there's, there's really been no step forward. The only thing we've gotten better is, is releasing better music. Like, we really have better ambassadors outside. Look at the David Doe's and the Bonner Boys, the guys though, even white people try to listen to their music. You know, everyone listens to their music. We all listen to their music and we're like, yeah, they're great. They're, they're wonderful. They're the giants of Africa. Look at where they come from. Has anyone tried to figure out where they come from? Why are they not? Why are they not there? They come to host music. They come to host concerts and stuff. They come and they leave. They come and they leave because they know the kind of city they live in. You know, we had younger, we had uh, the older musicians, the fellas, and the I don't know, if, I don't know if Timaya was one of the guys we'll call older, but they were guys that used to talk about the state of things in the country. And our change was needed. Those guys were ignored. We listened to their music and danced to it without really understanding the meaning behind the words they were saying. You know, and that's why today it's still very sad. Because in Nigeria, even still today, the country with so-called Nigeria, lives are still being lost on a daily basis. People's freedoms are still being ignored. Like America is complaining about the fact that one right is not being involved, that one right is not respected. Or one person is not being, uh, you know, being thought of. In Nigeria, thousands are going. In Africa, in general, millions are going. Like people are being erased of the the population. Like we're looking at population, it's increasing. In Africa, as it increases, it reduces at the same time. Because nobody is safe from the from the youngest of kids to the oldest of people, from the celebrities 
to the people who are poor. Like, you're not safe. Like, some people, like, it's scary walking on the streets. Some, some countries have a curfews that you can't go out past 10 o'clock. can't go out past 6 p.m. If they see you out past that time, you are killed. Here, we get to complain about the fact that our light goes away. We get to complain. I, I know, yes, black lives matter. But they... they <laughs> you know what i'm just i'm not gonna say anything i'm i think i've spoken enough already i may have taken all the time for myself i apologize guys i get a bit too passionate and that's why i usually not i try not to talk about it uh does anybody want to say anything else i'm sorry abdul you gonna say something like growing up coming up in was it ocean or ogun how was it how was it coming up there well all i'll have to say is well i'm not really like i'll say i'm yoruba yeah mm. But I'm not like a traditional worshiper, like in general. Mm. So I don't really like know their situation because I'm a Muslim. Mm. So uh, for the conversation you guys were basically talking about, you guys have majorly said everything that there is to say. But what I would just want to add to that is um, mostly I would say the minority people, like not just like us black people in general, the Asians, the the Filipinos, just like minorities in general, they do get demeaned like quite a lot. Like they don't get as much. They don't get as much representation. Representation. You're looking for representation. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah, they don't get as much recognition as like the white people and uh, what do you? It's the majority. Yeah, I guess majority, the majority. You would say. So we do, we do, we do get quite demeaned a lot. How do so, you? Uh, how do you feel? Like, what do you think about you know? In Nigeria, lots of people want to, or in Africa in general, I guess, lots of people want to attribute it to, like, and say it's, it's the Muslims that are doing it. Or they'll say it's the Fulanese and, like, they're Muslims. So that's the reason. How does that make you feel sometimes? Well, when if it's, like, the Fulani people, like, most of them, they're basically Islamic-based. Mm-hmm. So whenever, like, that kind of thing happens, it can't. It, it does have, like, a bit of impact to us. Yeah, but so, since we're not, like, because there's the Aousas, mm-hmm. it impacts them a lot more than us, Yoruba, because mm-hmm. we're, we're very different. Yeah. But in a way, just because of our religion, religion. it kind of puts, like, that. It's just sad to see, like, people from your own religion doing stuff like that. And, like, in the book, it basically nothing like that is being talked about at all. Not even the slightest. Not even the slightest. Yeah. Because I feel like kids that are born in this time right now, in this age, that's one of the things they're gonna grow up. They're gonna. They feel. Like, I feel like they they grow up, and they tend to want to believe that you know, Islamism and terrorists per se are like one and done. You know. People people do relate that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It be, a lot of the, a lot of it also comes to the fact that you know. Sometimes they can say that that's what they grew up with. That's what they grew up learning. That's all they know. Yeah, that's, that's all. Like, sorry to interrupt. When you look at TV shows, movies, mm-hmm. if you look at it, who mainly watch that those are kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are growing, and uh, a lot of time, some of our belief comes from what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, like when it comes to example romance, a lot of time people believe in like the Disney, you know, the prince and whatever stuff. So. When it comes to like, if you look at the the movies that people usually have, that's how they usually equate it with. It. Uh, you have a Muslim person, boom, he's gonna become like either suspect or being a terrorist or like that's the movie's idea nowadays. Mm-hmm. And now, now when you have a kid uh, growing up watching that, that's all he knows. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a most parents, 
don't tend to kind of look at what their kids are seeing mm-hmm. or even some parents will not care about it because it doesn't affect them. Yeah. But a lot of times they don't understand just what kind of impact it's having on their kids. We recently have a couple weeks and months ago that the white kid that killed like a Muslim family. Mm. Oh, yeah. If you think about it, where did he learn that? Those are movies mm-hmm. or sh- shows that he's watching on TV. Because know? his grown up believing yeah. that you know, when someone's about to bomb themselves or when someone's about to blow up a plane or mm-hmm. a house, you know, they, they chant some Muslim like religious thing mm-hmm. and they attributed that they are giving their life to yeah. Allah you know yeah. and and I feel like that that makes people feel like really bad that makes everyone feel bad because that's not what religion was built to no, be right no it's like, even that's not what it even the, the I'm not Muslim that's not even what it represents you know what I'm saying so it, get, it gets tough and and uh, this conversation that we're having today is a very tough one um because a lot of time my country for example where I come from, um a lot of these news that don't even reach mainstream but people in my country die every day you know those country where those uh those area where they get gold that those um those area never they don't have peace they don't they don't they don't have peace and um for me it gets very hard <clears throat> i hate to say but you've reached a point where like some sometimes i hear news and it's like um i became i've become numb i've become numb to it and um if you guys know me i'm a type of person that i don't like stressing about stuff that i cannot control but when it comes to this situation this is a country that i love you know what i'm saying this is something that i'm proud of and when you hear situation like this you're like even though you cannot control it it still hurts and when it hurts it's like I want to kind of do something, you know, to, to help it. <laughs> but what can you do? You know, those are, those are still questions that I've had for years. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what can, what can I do to, you know, to help. And um, I think the more we, we raise awareness towards this situation, me, I personally believe the young generation, we're at the people that will impact this in the future. Um, when it comes to situation like this, we are people that are fortunate enough to like, you know, come in Canada, get higher education. This is something that we should always remember where we come from. Once you get in life, if you ever, you know, have any <clears throat> aptitude, you have something that you can uh, you can give back to the community, um, you should do so. I remember I, w- I was um, a couple of years ago, I went to uh, Eating Hope. You know, it was uh, um, they had a conversation. I really loved it because it's something that I usually have in the back of my head. Um, during his speech, he was just talking about like a lot of people, like a lot of African. When we come to Canada, we tend to make our home country like a destination, something somewhere where you just go visit with your grandkids, your kids. Um, he also mentioned that like we make it like a cemetery. That's something like oh, when I die, this is where I want to get buried. But a lot of time, people don't tend to think like okay, now I'm here. I I'm fortunate enough to see this. I have a lot of people back home that don't have the chance to. Let's say grow up in Canada, have their kid grow up in Canada, you know, get the education that we have. You know, a lot of time people tend not to think, okay, what can I do? You know, it can be something as little as like starting a little business back home. You know, if you have more people doing that over time, you'll have an impact. It can be something like, oh, you're a teacher here. You know, you can go home instead of just going traveling, you know, volunteer, do something back home. But a lot of time people... Yeah, as soon as they're here, I'm not saying everybody's like this, but a lot of people tend to be like this. It's also from uh, from what I personally 
observe with like friends that I grew up to, you know what I'm saying? Um, when they get here, you know, it's like you talk about Africa, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's a thing of a this it's a thing of the past. Far away place. It's a thing of the past, which was very crazy for me. I know I'm talking a lot about this situation because mm-hmm. this is the ideas that usually in the back of my head and when I hear stories like this as you mentioned, when a country is like on the mainstream, is not because something good is happening. A lot of time, it's a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. And you have reached a point where, like, when I get it, it's like, I'm not. He's like, I want to do something, but I can't. What can I do? You know, that's a question that's always in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make this uh, podcast a little long. If, if I go down this road, I won't stop. <laughs> I will not stop. Um, we're gonna have lots of time to talk about it. I'm sure there'll probably be another episode. This is some definitely something that we're gonna go back to. So just to conclude this episode, um, if you're somebody that <laughs> have the same thought as me as uh, what can I do? An advice I can give to you is, eh, focus on today. You know, just build yourself up. Eventually, that answer will come to you. It's not something you can force. You know. And also, if you already know what to do, please tell us. Amen. Also, yeah, also, don't forget, um, whatever religion you are from, you know, pray. Sometimes you may not know what you can do, or you may feel helpless, but there's someone higher than you. Eventually, there's someone, obviously, there's a higher power. There's someone who's definitely running the world. There's someone who decides how things go. And, yeah. you know, pray to him and trust, because yeah. at that point, you can't do any more than yeah. trust. To add to that, it's like, I believe that everybody's born with gifts. We're, we're, we're in our 20s. We're just trying to figure out what the hell we, we're going to do with our lives. So this is not something that we should stress ourselves too much of. It's, it's a question that we should ask ourselves, you know, and think and try to figure the answer to. And everybody will end up at a different answer. But we all aiming to the same goal. We, just, we all just want peace, happiness, you know. So with that, uh, Bestin, you got something to finish? Okay. Right. Abdul? You're going to shout yourself out, you know, shout your uh, social medias, you know, drop your snap there here and there. <laughs> no, I don't really use social media. Follow him at Alaji Abdul. <laughs> I just played. That's not his, that's not his, uh, that's not any of his plugs on social mm-hmm. media. That's Bestin's job to do. Bestin probably do that next episode. Yeah. What uh, the fuck do you mean Bestin's job? <laughs> Bestin, you're the administrator. Can you, can you not disturb yourself? Yeah. Anyways, no. ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining our podcast. Uh, don't this- worry. Hey, hey, I Week. was going to say something. Mm-hmm. Guys, you guys notice that I didn't really say like today? Oh, you've said it. You just... You Shut up. You, just you said it. You, you, you said you it. You did it. Shit. You, you, even in the middle of... I know right now in my head, I think I didn't say you know what I'm saying, but I know for sure I said it at least four or five times, probably. Four so, or five? That's easy. Hey, 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 come on. Let's not go there. So let's just... let 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 Let's let our people go in peace. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Thank you guys for joining our podcast episode this weekend. Have a wonderful week and hope to see you guys next week. Good night. Take care. You've reached the end of another episode of Ransom Peacons. You can hit us up on our email at ransompeacons at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at ransompeacons. And leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Have a good evening. Peace. Peace.